Welcome to Cure Solic. My name is Heiko. And I'm joined here with my buddy Evan. Here are things, we're back. <laughs> so, before we get into today's episode, here's a quick rundown of how the podcast works. So, in each episode, one of us comes up with an interesting topic that they are curious about and reveals it live to the other person in the hopes to spark a deep discussion and further our knowledge of the world around us. All right, so how have you been? Good. It's been uh, some time now, actually. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. We haven't recorded an episode, but uh, here we are. Here we are. We feel the itch again, and we're diving right back into it. Yeah. We got our curiosity back up. Yeah. <laughs> curiosity comes in waves, you know? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, you know, if you try to force it, it yeah. doesn't quite work the same exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. That always happens to me when I try to come up with a a topic where you know sometimes i'm just not curious or intrigued by something to you know come up with a topic right away but then it comes and it goes sometimes it just happens and you're like i really need to talk about this topic you know exactly and uh yeah and talking about today's topic is uh, something that i've been uh, you know thinking about for a few weeks now actually sort of the few weeks that we kind of haven't recorded and i think it's something that you would relate quite a bit um me or the 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 audience and the audience as well actually a lot of people yes everyone everyone can relate (laughs) but you know you especially right now kind of in tandem with me uh sort of listening to the theme i don't know if the theme was able to convey anything well, you did say it's something like exciting and fast. Um, yeah, it's like fast pace. Uh, yeah. yeah, not necessarily like fast pace, but something like where it's like, yeah, <laughs> like that. It's like reactive, like yeah. Huh. And you say I would relate to that somehow. Like quick, and it's like. Oh, I know. Winter. <laughs> that's why i'm wearing my my beanie today okay i had a feeling you're gonna talk about that winter <laughs> i mean is winter quick and react winter comes when you least expect it i was <laughs> okay. like right away and you got to be reactive to it um oh you're kind of far away but you'll <laughs> okay, see now see. today's topic is gonna be about dopamine addiction oh huh. you see this coming <laughs> well yeah we've been talking about that Exactly. Quite a bit lately. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, we've been kind of having a podcast outside of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, yeah, we've been discussing this quite a bit uh, together, but I thought, you know, we'll we'll do an episode and dive deeper and kind of learn some technical and some science behind it, but also answer some questions uh, about, you know, the dopamine addiction that we have nowadays, or is it an addiction to dopamine? It's one of the questions that we'll... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good topic. I'm excited. Yeah, like you said, we've been talking about this like off air so much. That <laughs> I think it's it's a good uh, good way to bring it to everyone. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's something that affects everyone nowadays. You know, there's so many things that stimulate our dopamine, and yeah. there's so many things that we can get addicted to that it's it gets challenging every yeah, year. So exactly. That's right. what I want to delve into. I'm down for it. Let's do it. All right. So let's begin. Always, you know. 
what is dopamine, right? You know, we always talk about dopamine, dopamine, you know, what the hell is it, right? It's basically a neurotransmitter. So a neurotransmitter is like a messenger chemical. Okay, so think about like a dopamine as the mailman, you know, you're just bringing the message to you. That's it. Yeah. Okay, it's not the dopamine that gives you pleasure per se, but it's just what, it's the, it's the neurotransmitter that says, hey, pleasure is about to come. Yeah, yeah. It tells you in advance. I know this from my, uh, one of my like biology chemistry classes in, in uh, college. So I learned a little bit about oh, okay. neurotransmitters. Yeah, of course. I think a, a lot of us, yeah. you know, in our biology class might have learned this. But, you know, uh, in media today, everyone talks about dopamine, dopamine, and there's some misinformation and people don't quite understand it. But yeah, it's basically a messenger chemical that aids in different function, actually. Okay. It aids in your movement. So apparently, you know, people lacking in dopamine, like extremely lacking, can have like Parkinson's disease where they're not able to move their body correctly. Hmm. So it can affect those, uh, you know, functions. Rewards and reinforcements, obviously, that's kind of like the big one people focus on. And that's the one we're going to focus today related to like pleasurable experiences. It can also affect your thoughts and emotions, your arousal certain you know behaviors and also regulate certain hormones so the release of dopamine affects a few different different uh, areas yeah yeah areas of your brain and body i know it might be too early to mention this but um i know people that have like really low dopamine levels tend to be like extremely depressed and uh true anxious yeah because yeah they can't feel almost any pleasure it's almost like it's like you know the abyss everything is not pleasurable they're not they're not like motivated to do anything because they don't have enough dopamine release in the brain to motivate them to like enjoy a certain activity or behavior yeah so yes depression and low dopamine levels are you know tied together pretty closely right yeah yeah i think your friend is gonna like this episode right <laughs> you had it. I think you, one of your friends watched our our podcast, and he was really into the the dopamine uh, part. I think we were talking about it in uh, um, the, the motivation episode. Remember with David Goggins? Okay. Talk about like some people that are incredibly motivated. They have like different, you know, release of dopamine in their brain, and he he was really in for the the dopamine uh, part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, actually, I'm not sure which friend that could be or... I think it might be like Antoine or something. <laughs> could it be? Uh, I'm giving him a shout oh, out Oh, right okay, now. okay. Yes, yes. One of my friends, yes, Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening, Antoine, we're talking about you now. <laughs> um, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, he was, uh, he did comment on that video yeah. of ours. He's so. going get, to get a kick out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he does watch it. So, um, yeah. So basically, anyway, so dopamine does affect many functions in your brain, but today we're specifically going to talk about the rewards and reinforcement part of it because I think a lot of people either have little of it, which leads, you know, to depression or other, you know, mental illnesses or a lot or they're out of control. So they can't control their behaviors and they start having addictive uh, behaviors. Interesting. Right. Okay. So how does it exactly work, right? Okay, it's a neurotransmitter, so how the hell does it work? Uh, it basically binds to the receptors on your nerves. So basically, they're like messengers, right? They come, they stick to the nerve cell, and then they send the signal. So they tell to your nerve cell, hey, you're about to eat a pizza. Get ready. This is going to be really dope. And then the nerve cells, you know, signal to the pleasure it's part. It's going to be really dope. Pamine. <laughs> 
get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you did your pun of the podcast, of course. It took you a while to get that one. Yeah, I was like, dope. Oh, yeah. I was like, is he talking about like dope? Like, and it could also be like that. drugs. It's like a, it's like a double it's pun. It's a double there. pun. <laughs> it's really good dope, man. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. So, it's basically saying, it's telling your nerves to send the signal to certain parts of your brain, which explains pleasure that, okay, you're going to eat a delicious food or you're going to be watching something really cool, whatever it is. Um, and also, you know, besides the pleasure parts it can also you know regulate hormones you know when it's you're about to release a certain hormone well the dopamine gets released and uh tells your brain to do it so yeah it's it's not it's it's not too difficult to understand but i can understand how people confuse it with it's the dopamine that's the pleasure yeah it's it's not really that it it's not it's not the dopamine that gives you pleasure like the pleasure is experienced by certain parts of your brain but it's the dopamine that's like sort of (gasps) It's like the oh, anticipation. Yes, exactly. It's sort of the pre-pleasure. Yeah. Which a lot of people, a lot of times, like that, really. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm waiting. I'm almost going to get it. I'm almost going to get it. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I mean, drug users, for example. Yeah, before they get the high, the right? The high, it's even better. So, yeah, basically. All right, so let's look at some behaviors that increase dopamine levels. So we know the classic ones, foods, you know, high-calorie, dense foods, desserts, whatnot. (laughs) Stop (laughs) eating these foods. (laughs) (laughs) Eat low-calorie foods, like Greg Doucette would say. Yeah. We mention him every couple podcasts. (laughs) Sure, yeah. (laughs) He's a reoccurring character. (laughs) Um, Drugs, obviously. Uh, Porn sex those sort of things high amount of dopamine uh social media hmm, a big culprit video game shopping etc just to name a few people can be you know addicted to almost anything really anything that releases dopamine in your brain you can possibly get addicted to it so uh what other behaviors would you have in mind do you think that can uh Uh, induce honestly i have one off the top of my head oh yeah i just finished exercising (laughs) the bump (laughs) okay arnold (laughs) no but honestly like um you know exercising does release dopamine it gives you a i would imagine yeah feeling of pleasure i'm sure it does i could be maybe i'm maybe not wrong about that everyone i'm not sure yeah I guess but if you like maybe, it, maybe it, it re- yeah, maybe it releases more like endorphins rather than dopamine. Yeah, we'd have to verify that. I, I think you're right, but I guess if you're really into it, and when you start anticipating a workout, that's like thing. you do, yeah. like I do. Yeah, so it's it is pleasurable, really. <laughs> but for yeah. people who hate working out, I feel might be yeah it depends a person right everyone has a different response to a stimulus right but i guess yeah some people might say ew i hate drugs but exactly. i love food exactly you and know. that and that's what gets their you know their dopamine, dopamine spike yeah exactly so it depends a person like for me for example i love like lifting and powerlifting. before lifting i feel like kind of like adrenaline and i want to you know i want to do my workout i want to do well whatever and yeah, that could be my, you know, way of getting a dopamine spike. Getting high. <laughs> but honestly, like, it's, yeah. People say working out is a great thing. But it could be a detriment if, like, you know, 
if you're if too, all you're doing is that just to get you know like a certain level of pleasure just like anything really if yeah, you exactly. overdo it and you're too entrenched in it and your life revolves only around it then it can start consuming you and yeah you lose control over it it takes control over you though yeah right i mean but you know but if, i don't think you're if at I that have level to, no yeah if i have to classify you know working out compared to the ones you mentioned i mean it's probably yeah, not I would say as it's pretty low pretty not as bad and probably not give you that crazy dopamine spike compared okay, to so if we had to classify in some of the ones that i've mentioned right so we have like food drugs porn sex social media video game shopping so which one would you say you know from top to bottom kind of thing well the easiest one is drugs that's for sure first okay remember the other time we were interested in seeing what drugs actually produce the highest dopamine spike oh yes yes and methamphetamine was the highest was one. one of the i think it was like a thousand five hundred um can't don't quote me on the Billy. the units the unit of uh, yeah. but uh, there's a scale that okay. measures and yeah methamphetamine is like the top um for dopamine spike, dopamine spike yeah. uh then if we have to classify it uh <sighs> porn sex second kind of put that together i guess mm-hmm. okay so drugs and then yeah i would say porn and then maybe food or sex so you'd classify porn before sex yes okay oh yeah damn right yeah because actually you could get it at the like you know at your fingertips right literally like you yeah not only the ease of access but also the quantity and i don't want to say the quality but as in like the type of stimulus right where you have a certain imagery, let's say you're watching women, whatever, and then you have a certain, you know, image of a woman that you're seeing like directly, right? Whereas when you're having intercourse with someone, you're not like directly looking at certain parts it's, or it's almost like you're you're getting what you really want by looking at a screen. It's yes, like you, yes, you know, exactly. you could get exactly exactly. What you want. I just want to look at this, this body part, and then you know, and then just that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Whereas when you're having intercourse, it's kind of dynamic. It's three D. It's uh, sometimes it's hidden. Sometimes it's more you know. Yeah, it's an experience. It's an experience yeah. that has its ups and downs, and it could have a high, but then slow down. Whereas porn is just high, 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 high. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. If you look at it that way, I think yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely yeah. Um, so I would say yeah drugs uh, and then porn yeah it's the food and sex where I'm like because sometimes food can be mm. yeah but I think sex is higher though (laughs) okay you know what yeah I guess so yeah for sure I would say because you know eating a good chocolate ice cream you know it's like (laughs) yeah I guess but (laughs) but I guess yeah maybe not the same high but they have some, you know, there's been some research that says, you know, eating like a good chocolate bar can be, you know, just as pleasurable. Well, as people that have like eating disorders and, sh- and shit, you know, like I'm sure this it's kind of like the high of all highs, you know? Yeah. Some people say, yeah, I don't want to have intercourse for me. It's yeah. not as exciting. I want to eat a cheeseburger instead. <laughs> I want to eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Love to have milk cheese. But okay. So let's say drugs, porn, sex, and then food. And then we have social media, video games, and shopping. Um, I would say social media. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. 
video games afterwards and then sh- or I don't know you know what shopping is a big one I find it is some people get a real kick out of shopping oh yeah definitely yeah. and it's not even like getting the item again yeah, it's, it's the anticipation especially exactly. with Amazon you know and online shopping nowadays it's <laughs> like a sort of anecdote like because you know I, I do uh, shop on Amazon okay kill me whatever but um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's guilty of that yeah I think. I think we all are but anyways yeah like uh, I do receive maybe a package a week or every couple of weeks and every time the package comes even my mom's like oh what is this package what's inside of this yeah. and she's like man this is more exciting than the Christmas day yeah <laughs> and I'm like yeah because every time it feels like someone's bringing you a gift you know that's what it's true whereas when you go shop at the store like like oh, okay i bought this kind of whatever yeah because you already see the thing whereas when it comes you have to open it you have to see it oh have you ever been to those like thrift stores and like uh <laughs> <laughs> i know someone that has quite yeah. often actually we'll get him on the podcast someday <laughs> yeah you know what we often mention him low-key here and there <laughs> friend of ours but uh yeah we'll give that, him an intervention <laughs> like this podcast is an intervention man you can't escape it yeah it's funny um but yeah okay so you would say after social media maybe shopping then I video think, games would be lost i think video games is lost but i could be wrong but video games can be pretty uh yeah a lot of people are addicted to video games so mm. yeah but yeah i mean honestly yeah a lot of these are kind of interchangeable it just depends the person. On yeah, reality. It, exactly. Like, except maybe the drug part. Drug and porn is kind of different. That's you know. Yeah, I think drug kind of tops all of them because drugs actually gives you like a a physiological like you know yeah change change in, the, in your brain because I think it also like interferes. I think it blocks certain receptors yes, even yeah. in your nerves. Like super physiological <laughs> blockage. You get super physiological amounts of dopamine. <laughs> yeah. To uh, quote another one of our fitness. Uh, <laughs> Going all over the place today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't think we would get stuck on this slide actually this long. It wasn't that uh, <laughs> in depth. But um, no, it was interesting to still kind of rank them. And even if people, someone isn't into drugs, they still need to understand that you know if you did take them there's a high chance that you can you know very yeah. much i don't think there's any way around it right it's not like uh i'm immune to like that dopamine change in my brain yeah uh, you know yeah. from taking drugs like that doesn't make any sense like if i take drugs and you take drugs okay sure maybe our bodies will d- respond differently to a drug but you're still going to get a change in your brain no matter what oh, okay in right? that sense yeah but not everyone would get addicted because I think they've even done tests where some people have taken like meth or, you know, heroin yeah. and not everyone becomes addicted because addiction is a very complex, you know, disease, right? Yeah. Involving uh, the brain behaviors and uh, people who get addicted, sometimes they have what they call a addictive personality where their life, trauma, stress, all of those things make them more prone yeah. to addiction. But there's also something that's called like drug of choice where like a certain user is going to be more prone to go towards a drug in comparison to another one. Okay. So they're going to get hooked, let's say on something. Let's say I would do drugs. I've never done drugs, just FYI. Um, like I would do a drug and you might be addicted to another drug and not necessarily be hooked as the same one as the one I'm on kind of thing. Okay. So yes. that's so it's like a differentiation 
even amongst the drugs kind of like here amongst the people more more so like people some people will get addicted to like certain drugs whereas other people get addicted to another type yeah but i mean it's sort of like how some people are addicted to food versus porn versus social media but this is within Within, the realm of drugs yeah exactly yeah well which makes sense i guess so yeah maybe you like cocaine i like meth or something yeah it's uh but that's what shows the complexity yeah, the brain, and that's the thing where people say, "Oh, don't take drugs ever; you'll get addicted." Hundred percent. No, someone might take it and not, and someone might and possibly could. Yeah, but of depends. course you shouldn't be like, "Oh, let me try all the drugs and see which one I get addicted yeah. to." That's a, that's another thing. That's something that those are called poly addicts. I don't know how I know all this stuff, <laughs> okay. but uh, <laughs> addiction expert here. <laughs> a poly addict is like a guy that or a girl that tried all kinds of drugs just to see which one they like best and then they get hooked on one of them but they, they've tried all of them and they've been addicted to all of them oh, interesting okay yeah it's not a very smart not a great uh, exper- experiment yeah. but um, I guess so yeah yeah people chasing the highest of highs and those are the people with incredibly addictive personalities yeah. right yeah obviously that's the thing so your life your physiology and just yeah your personality exactly can, uh affect your addiction i think personally i have an addictive personality and i'm glad i'm not in the mm. you know i've never even delved into that that's uh, good that's drugs good, yeah. or alcohol at all because yeah i know that i could be very hooked and obsessed with things yeah i would say maybe obsessive or i don't know if we get addicted because addiction like the word gets thrown around a lot right addiction also involves you know withdrawal symptoms if you do stop you know yeah true engaging in the drug or behavior but yeah um, maybe more like obsessive and but but can border addiction possibly yeah so but anyway so so let's uh let's ask some questions now right uh, regarding this so can we get let's go back to dopamine right can we get addicted to dopamine to dopamine itself okay. so dopamine is the messenger boy you know i'm just the messenger here i'm just saying what you have to hear and how much you want to hear um like greg said was hey yeah greg (laughs) so dopamine says hey guys watch out you're gonna get a really good dose of pleasure right now you know so it's that oh i'm almost gonna get it oh and i get it right yeah so it's that message so can we get addicted to the messenger if you will like the anticipation the anticipation um well, I think, I think like some people actually get addicted to like the ritual, you know. Mm. So there let's is say, that, yes. yeah. So let's say you're addicted to any type of drug. Some people just like the the preparation for it in a sense where you know they they prepare you know whatever they're doing in a certain way and they have like patterns that they repeat yes. and they get hooked just to that because they know that after that they're gonna get hit with like the best high of their lives. Mm. So I think possibly it is you know part of the addiction itself just that anticipation part so i would say maybe yeah you know this actually i've researched and there doesn't seem to be a consensus actually even within like scientists they're still trying to figure out if are you addicted to the dopamine part or are you addicted to the end result which is this pleasure that you get and a lot of people seem to say that it's still the pleasure that you're addicted to you know the oh you know that you feel um 
but again they're like yeah but the high before it that's pretty intense too you know i think it's both to be honest i think it's uh especially i don't know i keep resorting back to like thinking of people that that are like drug addicts or whatever i feel like they're addicted to both parts you know all of it together okay the preparation and then actually doing the hit and whatever and that's what gets them you know uh, they love the build up and then they love also the end result you okay know? but sometimes when they do it so often I think the end result becomes not as yeah it uh, becomes numb, numb and then yeah. they have to up their dose all the time up their dose yeah Be- because that's the thing yeah it actually blocks some of the receptors yeah. on the nerves which you know send the signal for the pleasure right so then they're like wait I need more of this because I'm not getting the same high as before yeah so um yeah, uh, I don't know if I could say, yeah. Uh, can we get addicted to the dopamine? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it could be both, like you say. It's sort of like... That's how I see it. You you like sort of a roller coaster. You like going the up and then, woo, going, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you mean, yeah. You like the up and then you like, you know, the, the, the official ride. The official, know? yeah, we're going down now. That's the pleasure part, if you will. Um yeah it's me i'm always thinking like dopamine is like you know the mailman it's coming it's going to give you the mail to tell you you're going to get something really nice um and it's like are are you addicted to that or are you addicted to the actual present Mm. yeah it's both in my opinion Mm. that's how i see it like if you you just listen to a bunch of people that have been addicted to whatever they always say that some of the hardest parts to get rid of part of their addiction is actually the ritual so let's say um you know you know mark cuban yeah you know his brother no his brother is like uh he's a lawyer okay? okay and he's like a really famous lawyer made a lot of money okay but he was actually like a, a cocaine addict for years okay and i heard one of his interviews that he said one of the hardest part now he's like clean off drugs and everything and he's like one of the one of the 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 triggers that he has is you know when people do cocaine they te- te- typically do it in like bathroom stalls right yeah I always hear so that so yeah. every time he would walk into a bathroom and he'd see the crack in the the stalls he'd automatically you know it bring back memories of him doing you know drug. doing drug inside the stall huh. so that's what that's what's hard to get rid of it's like those rituals and people almost get addicted to that as well uh yeah well i guess so because it, it basically wires your brain where it's like okay you're getting in here and you're you're getting exactly. there and you're doing this and you're gonna get that result exactly so it's like an automatic kind of response exactly where which with anything really any routine that yeah. we do he actually wrote a, a really famous book too uh, i can't remember the name okay but i think it's called um Oh, I really can't remember. Maybe we'll put it up after the editing of okay. this. Mark but Cuban's brother's brother, book? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, possibly it's about, in the video. It's about like, uh, you know, a lawyer that was constantly high and everything awesome. and he made a living it's basically always these like lawyers that. that are okay. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> true. It's kind of like a weird uh, stigma, but yeah. like, it's like... Or no, I uh, stockbrokers or like Wall Street people. Kind of like the way yeah. for Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> execs always yeah uh, that'd be interesting i'd actually be interested in reading that book but uh, okay i'll look it up too okay sounds cool 
Yeah, I don't get why it's always in the bathroom stalls. I always hear with cocaine, it's like... I don't know. Good question. I never taken cocaine. Guess, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I've heard, I I think it's made because they're in the bar and... Or, or they go to a restaurant or bar and the only place to do it is... Probably. In the yeah. bathroom stalls. Yeah, because I, I did read also, talking about that, like a recent news article where in the UK now, they're doing like this anti-cocaine thing, like where they're going in bars, libraries, restaurants, and in the bathroom stalls, they're spraying this anti-cocaine spray so that people don't do it, I guess, on in the back. Huh. You know, because you, cocaine, you need to have like a surface where you put and then you distribute the, like, I, I, I think, I mean, I haven't done yeah. it. Sounds like I've done it. And then, then you snort it, right? Yeah. Um, and then people in the comments were like, yeah, well, we'll start using our keys instead or something. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? You guys Anything are- to get it, man. That's what it is. That's how they think. That's how they're going to be, you know? Well, that's the thing. Uh, drug addicts will find anyways, any means possible any means. to get it. You know, the solution is not trying to get rid of it or try to stop it. It's to find ways to help and get them off. Of yeah. That. But, yeah, it's obviously it's easier said than done. Unfortunately, it's not that easy. Yeah, I mean. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, can we get addicted to dopamine? Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of agree where it's sort of both. You're, you're the anticipation of it and then the actual pleasure yeah, part I of it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think someone is solely, I love the dopamine. I don't care about, like, the pizza I'm eating. I love the rush before eating a pizza. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. you you know, the the reason why people get addicted to the dopamine part is because either way, like, you know. That's gonna, what leads rec- them to That's the, what leads them to the, the ultimate pleasure at the end. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Another particularly addictive thing. Why is social media so addictive? In your opinion, I mean, I okay. Cause, cause <laughs> let me just say, I've been on a social media fast lately. Yeah. I haven't been on social media almost at all. At all, okay. Like any platform, YouTube, other than my own YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, then. <clears throat> well, I gotta be on YouTube for this, man. <laughs> yeah, cursaholic. <laughs> no, but other than my own stuff, I don't go on YouTube. I haven't been on Instagram at all. I haven't been on Facebook, nothing. Cool. I'm I'm, and yeah, I'm in the same. I'm trying. I like it. It's it feels better. Like I don't know. I just I enjoy it. And go, going back to your question, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is social media in particular so addictive? Well, I think it's pretty easy. It's because you get instant gratification right at your fingertips at any moment of the day, no matter when it is. You could wake up in the morning, basically. Yeah. Look at your phone. What's the first thing you're gonna do? You're gonna check your your texts you're gonna check your social media you're gonna check whatever the likes the likes you got yeah um uh, and that the right there the likes and the comments those are that hits. gives you satisfaction that gives you like a dopamine spike or you know yeah a pleasure pleasure response to it um yeah why is it so addictive i mean especially nowadays is because of this constant scrolling and constant hit 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 you know um it's because you're always anticipating, oh, what's next? Oh, there's another story. Oh, there's a news article. There's a picture. And I also find the more visual it is, as in a picture or a video, you know, a big culprit is TikTok right now. That is that is almost like demon-like level of 
an addictive apparatus I don't, I don't know whoever came up with tiktok honestly yes we are tiktok as well yeah. <laughs> but listen That's okay true. anything can be tr- you know used in moderation but anyways tiktok is built in such a way that moderation is hard it's it's i can understand it, especially for young people which are the biggest demographic on the platform and then afterwards i would say instagram which is you know a lot of it's just image based it's just so easy because it's just constant oh 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 and humans we're so prone to look at faces right faces always captivate us if you have a picture of some you know person doing like a face you're like you know you pay attention to it whereas text eh, or maybe an image of a building not as much but tiktok it's a video platform constant video and faces and beautiful faces yeah of course (laughs) of course it had to be you know um it's just a lot of people who are generally good looking and younger people that's what people want to see it's the younger faces the pretty faces and not just faces yeah not just faces too um the human eyes the male gaze sometimes <laughs> goes in other places too but yeah just the the human body itself is just yeah i guess captivating and people just want to see uh different people and yeah it becomes very addictive so and then you know just but any other social media facebook too and yeah. reddit they're all uh but then it's just um getting those instant gratific that instant gratification all the time on social media mm. And, you know, let's say we go back to what you said about, you know, seeing like a, a pretty girl or a pretty, like a good looking guy on the platform. Some some people that are not entirely motivated might just be on the platform scrolling and be like, oh, you know, like I could see all these, you know, good looking people online. Why do I have to go actually out there and find someone good looking or pretty in, the, in real life mm. where they could just get it on their phone? That's why it's so addicting. It's because everything's at our fingertips and you don't have to put in the effort to actually get something rewarding. You get it right there and then. Yeah. And there, that's there the bad is, part. There's no like delayed gratification in it. Yeah, exactly. It's instant, right? The whole instant gratification thing. It's You're not working towards getting the gratifying thing or whatever it is. Yeah. And it ultimately numbs you to the real thing. Yeah. Um, and then it, it removes... Sorry, I cut you off. But no, that's all right. It, you know, it removes all other meaning to what a relationship is you know you just base your relationship on you know the looks of the person like what you see on social media is kind of what you're going for afterwards and anything else in a relationship just kind of seems like secondary you know Mm. like having like a good you know bond with the person you're with or good communication communication all these aspects of what a real relationship should be values exactly yeah but instead it just becomes superfluous yeah (laughs) yeah it's all fluff and it's all yeah just temporary on top yeah it's like a good it's like you know a good uh extra benefit oh the person's nice that's good oh, but that's cool. if the person's hot that's yeah, all that matters hot, yeah. you know Load their ass. <laughs> exactly that's all people care about afterwards yeah it's sad i mean it's uh it yeah we're not denying the fact that attraction is key in any relationship that you need to like the way something looks obviously but these apps know that that's what attracts people 
it all the looks attracts first you know you're not gonna have an app let's say and it's not a picture of a person but a person saying hi so i'm this kind of person my personality is like this i was like, gonna say the same thing you know exactly no it's small waist pretty face with a big bang and that's <laughs> it <laughs> you're okay yeah i'm good sorry that, that caught me off guard um it's just bam like right in your face you know let's cut to the chase you know that's why it's so addictive yeah basically so uh, using social media in moderation or you know quite literally very little of it can be helpful and yeah. you know doing detoxes like you said yeah like you know i'm not gonna be like completely off social media for the rest of my forever life. yeah I like i don't think that's gonna happen i just, just want to lower lower how much i'm using it i've been using sh- social media since like forever and I, I can't even remember when was the last time i was off social media mm. it's always like same yeah it, it becomes almost like i have to always be on i have to always click 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 click, click yeah since it. like you know facebook started like in 2006 7 oh, wow, made a there. facebook and you know always almost never there. i i deleted my account a few times and got off for maybe like a couple of weeks but never <laughs> been like completely off all for a while all these things for a while I don't mind texting people and like, you know, obviously because, you know, texting now is it's convenient in a sense. Right. Mm. So yeah, I don't want to eliminate that because I don't find that. But super again, addicting. still it in moderation. Yeah. Sometimes exactly. they can. You know, you're like, oh, what did he say? Oh, did he like? Did he laugh? Did he, you know? Yeah, it's true. You're right. It's <laughs> especially group chats. That's, yes, that's what we're in. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, wanna, it's like a banter. So, yeah, it becomes. Yeah exactly but, uh, yeah, everything in moderation like we said but yeah kind of to, to follow up to this which we're already kind of delving into is yeah so how can we control our dopamine levels so one thing you said like doing a detox and doing sort of a more serious detox where you're cutting out a lot you know uh, I don't know. For you, maybe one shot it was easy, but maybe for some people it would be like slowly. Gradual. Okay, one day yeah. I stop Instagram, and then the next week I stop Facebook, and then this happened. Yeah, you can't really go cold turkey on everything. Not you everyone, know? yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, me, I still, you know, watch YouTube, but this few days now I've stopped Facebook and Instagram. Sometimes I accidentally go on it. I, I and then too. I watch one or two and I'm like, okay, close. I'm exactly like you. Today, yeah. I, I slipped a few times. Yeah. Like, it's almost like my but fingers, yeah, without even like, looking ugh. on my phone, it's like, oh, boom, I'm already on Instagram somehow. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay, really? You know? Why? It's like, it has a mind of its own, you know? Like, my thumb, it's like... No! Exactly. Come back. Yeah. And then I close it. You're like, oh. Yeah, so it's fine. You know, if you slip like that, it's okay. It's as long as you don't go on for like half an hour and just nonstop mindlessly scroll. Yeah. One thing that I miss about social media is that I, I follow like UFC and MMA. Like you probably know this by now yeah, yeah. if you watch our podcast. <laughs> uh, that Instagram was like my number one source for like knowing about the sport. MMA like news. it's always, you know, posts about <laughs> it. And sometimes I accidentally click on Instagram and I, the first thing I see is like, oh, this thing happened in fighting or whatever. Oh, you know? okay, okay. And then it might hook you and you want to yeah, go keep, with, scrolling. keep scrolling to get more. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, I think starting slow and slowly cutting out certain social media and then maybe giving yourself like a limit saying, okay, maybe I check this every few days, you know, 
right now that's what i want to do let's say every once a week i might go on facebook and instagram and you know just honestly that's a good i think i might actually do that yeah just just once a week because i i feel like okay do i need to every day look at what people are posting yeah we all want to be like in the loop yeah right. that's the thing. there is that thing right the kind fear of time of out. yes exactly so the <laughs> fomo comes back yeah. here which uh, yeah i've been feeling a lot like using social media it's like oh every day update 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 oh this is you know this celebrity this thing this you know and i'm like listen i don't need to know it right when it happens like i can exactly. know a few days later it's fine yeah. I- i'm still in the loop it's just nowadays with twitter and reddit where everyone's like who's going to be the first to like post about this it's doesn't matter live your life and then you'll know it later if it's important it'll come to you exactly naturally um yeah it really does come back to that fomo episode that we had a while back yeah like one of the ted talks that i you know uh presented well like i talked about in the episode where this lady was saying listen okay we all have fomo about things that are happening in the world but if a news or something is that important it'll show up and you'll know about it even if you don't know about it right when it happened you know so just think about covid right let's say you didn't have any social media no facebook <laughs> nothing would you know about covid oh yeah yeah you would have found even out if you some were way lived, or another living in the jungle somebody yeah. would have told you hey there's covid if you were living under a rock for like <laughs> 5 years you, I think you'd still figure out you somehow that there's know. COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There'd be like a mask that falls into your the rock <laughs> that you're living under. Oh, why is there a mask? You know, <laughs> pandemic outside. Pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody comes in the jungle is like, hey, did you get your vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> vaccine for what? <laughs> yeah. COVID is like such a ubiquitous thing now that I. I mean, is there anyone that doesn't know? I guess besides like some extremely isolated tribes that live on islands and that humans haven't gotten there maybe yeah Yeah, i think maybe certain groups of humans but other than that almost everyone knows exactly Uh, but yes so doing the detox that's one is there another way that we can control dopamine levels Uh, maybe with other things i mean yeah we're focusing on social media but i guess um well detox could be in in anything right i was trying to detox off caffeine yeah, so you if still you're addicted do it, to though. food, yeah, drinks, it's still it's, tough. It's, huh? it's difficult. Caffeine is, yeah, it's, it's like, it just feels like it's part of my life now. It's like, you just got on. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad that I just don't really like yeah. coffee. I'm just, you know, for me, it started like in college, university. You know, got into the, the circle of. Did of, you even like the taste? I like it now. Before. When I started, I was like, eh, I don't really like it. And then it took me, like, not very long to like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Maybe because <laughs> of the hit that you were getting or the Yeah, boost. I think it's more the boost that you, like, you oh, like. Oh, this actually affects me. Yeah. It's weird because I've always thought that I wasn't that, like, receptive to caffeine mm. until I started getting off it. <laughs> yeah, and then that. I realized, wow, it makes a hell of a difference. Oh, yeah. In your overall energy during the day for your workouts or everything like Just, tonight i worked out i had a very big coffee before working out yeah it made a whole difference yesterday i tried working out without coffee felt like poop i couldn't huh. like it felt like crap you just feel less like yeah you feel less pumped. amped up and you know less More focused like. honestly yeah i think using caffeine for workouts in general is a it could be a good tool well that's we what they include it in pre-workouts yeah you just can't use it too much that's the thing 
That's the thing. That's what's hard, you know, with a lot of addictive drugs or foods or whatever it is. It's the too much. It's the boredom. Yeah, it's where to stop. Where do you stop and how do you control with it? And another thing I can suggest is whatever that we do, let's just be more intentional with it. Let's just be more mindful. Uh, Like right now, I try to practice more mindfulness, even just, you know, whatever is I'm on my computer eating a certain food or doing a certain behavior i'm like why am i doing this why am yeah. i like constantly like doing you gotta this be thing? curious about what you're doing yeah true so the technology that we use the things that we engage in do they control us or do we control them yeah so, good point i mean we it's hard <laughs> to know like yeah it feels like technology is just controlling everything nowadays so. and more and more right yeah i mean for real like nowadays for the modern man, it's a, it's a challenging world to like not be addicted to anything. If yeah. you think about people living in the 1900s, even the 1800s, they they were honestly, it's like the more we have now, the less free we are. That's the thing. It's because we always want more. You know, uh, you know, it's kind of yeah, funny. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, what I meant is that. The more we have now, the more we are controlled by things. As in, yeah, we're true. less yeah, free. We're okay. more slaves to the things that we have. Yeah. Whereas before, we had less, and we were more free. Free to do whatever we wanted, more intentional with our actions. Yeah, I was going to bring up, like, just a couple days ago, I was watching, like, old episodes of Seinfeld. You ever, <laughs> you ever watch that show? Yeah, it's back on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was watching it uh, on Netflix. See, everything at our fingertips. Yeah, let's see. So yeah, I was watching Seinfeld, yeah. and I was just thinking, like, just the the comedy and the humor, it's almost like not relatable anymore. Yeah, it's very different. It's huh? very different. But think about when Seinfeld was recorded, like late '80s, early '90s, '89 mm-hmm. or something. It's only like 30 years ago, but like so much has changed in 30 years. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe in the 1800s, from 1800 to 1830. Maybe there might have not been that much of a change, but past the industrial revolution, yeah, it's just an upward tick, you know, of changes. Well, the industrial revolution, yes, but even more so ever since internet and technology, the technology technological revolution. Yeah, yeah the te- like you know since the eighties. Yeah. After that, like in the last thirty, forty years, there's been so much, so many changes in in humanity and completely completely just because of technology and internet and just this inherent you know uh, nature of technology where we always co- want to constantly improve it and make things better faster thinner smaller uh, yeah whatever it is the upgrade and um, see that's almost like addicting in of itself you know like always want to make yeah, it better, true, better, right? better you know it's like, like it's almost weird where you would let's say a Apple would say, well, guys, next year, it's just going to be the same phone. No, it's two millimeters thinner now. It has four cameras now. It has a faster processor. It's like, okay, can it just be like the same as last year? No, it has to be faster. Yeah, always chasing better and stronger, better, faster. (laughs) Um, Yeah. and, And what that makes is that us humans, we've took friggin' millions of years to evolve. But yet technology evolves so fast that we're not able to catch up to this. Yeah. And we still do not understand the impact that the internet, social media, 
the th- technologies that we use, we still don't know how this is going to impact us in long term. No, Just in terms not. of the societal impacts and our culture and like where are we going to go with this you know are we like all kind of just going to become like dead robots everyone with their earpods virtual reality yeah i know i'm kind of going like a dystopian vision here but it's not too far-fetched yeah i mean we all these new technologies that are coming out like i'm not even surprised like with what they're you know what i see sometimes yeah it's just, like all right it's this, like okay this crazy new thing that's out yeah right. neural link like elon musk planting a chip in someone's brain uh like a monkey that's and- crazy shit you know <laughs> this is almost black mirror level right now we're getting to that yeah <laughs> um what, what was i gonna say i think i was gonna say something um nah kind of forgot but um that's okay i mean yeah just just the level of technology nowadays it's uh Oh, yeah, I was going to say yes. Okay, Uh, basically that we have more right and now it's sort of up to us to practice limitation and discipline. It's almost the opposite of before. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah, like before we were limited and we always, you know, tried to improve and get more. Have it better. Now it's like we have so much, we got to like put ourselves at the lower level again. Basically put brakes on things. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. And even with technology, I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing to like maybe slow down. And I'm not saying not to advance technologically, but maybe just think like, is this necessary? Yeah. Yeah, The impacts, you know, it's like guys, you know, we're making these sort of addictive apps and people are always stuck to it. Kids that use it, their brains haven't developed yet. And you're making them like addictive robots. It's like thinking, how does this technology affect the environment? Right. We like. I feel like sometimes it's like we should think about how this technology affects us as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's thought of, but I mean, no, maybe maybe to, not to the extent depth. that it should be. You know, because after all, these companies are profit driven. So the first thing is, got to make money. Yeah, of course, that's what drives business, right? Yeah, but um. Anyways, uh, for all that to conclude, um some closing thoughts so whatever behavior we decide to engage in or substance that we use i always think you know kind of like i said to be mindful and intentional with it for us to be like okay do i really need to do this why am i repeating this behavior like stop being a robot basically exactly uh we should always strive to keep control over ourselves and not be controlled by what we engage in you know like right now, I, uh, I tell to myself, my phone is my slave. I'm not its slave, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's you a good idea. It's <laughs> a good way to look at it, to be honest. Yeah, like look at it. This thing is mine and I control it and it's a tool for me and that's it. You know? Yeah, good way to look at Whereas it. Whereas when you're like, oh, I love it. Oh, thank you. You know, you're giving me all these dopamine hits. It's like it controls you. Yeah, you know when people get so excited about their new phones? I never cared about it. <laughs> Like, all right, I got a new phone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, me, I might get excited a bit. Oh, cool camera, whatever. But then it's like, yeah, I don't try to run after the next, you That's know, upgrade. That's what I mean. Like some people are like, oh, I got iPhone 11. I'm gonna buy iPhone 12, iPhone 12X, iPhone 12S, iPhone 12, 12Z, iPhone 30, you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16. I mean, yeah, Apple users just yeah I'm, buy whatever. I'm one of them now. 
You know, Apple came out with a polishing cloth. Oh my god! Price of twenty dollars. Polishing cloth. Yeah, just like you know. Phone? Yeah, like a microfiber to like yeah. clean the screen. And they say this is the cloth that you need to use because it's specifically made for Apple devices. Yeah, and they don't even give chargers with their new phones. Mother. This <laughs> <laughs> is insane, but people will pay for it. Exactly. They want to get the dopamine hit. It's Apple. <laughs> yeah, it's like if there's a cloth with a freaking Apple on it, people are going to buy it. But that's what it is. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's twenty dollars for a polishing but it's cloth. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Just the, I could take my toilet paper and do the same thing. Yeah, or buy it from a dollar <laughs> store for cheap at a dollar. Why do I need to pay? Yeah, exactly. They're just being ridiculous. I bet they're gonna be like, "Hey, this is air made by Apple. <laughs> this is the only quality air. <laughs> this is the quality air that we have." <laughs> um, and yeah, the last point here that I wrote, um, that dopamine, right? It's an essential chemical. It it helps us in different functions in our brain. So we should just respect it and strive for healthy balance. Yeah. It. Don't we try to, you know, chase those things that get you excess pleasure, you know, that are kind of not like natural ways of obtaining pleasure, you know, yeah. drugs, so- alcohol, uh, you know, unhealthy foods, mm-hmm. you know, stick to things that are healthy um, and try to make get those dopamine spikes by doing something that that's actually rewarding, you know, like, uh, you know, the journey, the journey and, you know, finding a real person to, you know, be in a relationship with rather than watching, you know, pornography or, you know, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, then, you know, uh, doing like physical activity that those are healthy ways. Um, you know, listening to music, for example, that could be a good one. Um, but even that sometimes can be, you know, if yeah. you if you abuse it too much. Like I know, uh, I listen almost all day, you know, to music. I'm the same. I listen to music all day. You know, which which can be like, you know, it feels almost weird sometimes not listening to it. It's like, man, I need to kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So so even that, you know, you gotta find ways to balance it. But yes, uh, the relationship part. Uh, also, to bring in uh, a word from Jordan Peterson, which I've been listening to a lot of uh, his talks and podcasts, actually. He's really a smart man. Like this man is a uh, very uh, nuanced and he knows what he's talking about. And he says, you know, watching like porn, for example, is like engaging in virtual polyamory. <laughs> okay. Well, if you think deep. about it, yeah, because well. he says you have a multiple selection of women that you have access to all by virtual, but still in what day and age before, let's say the eighties, you could do that. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, uh, actually the 2000s, really, or before it was the magazines, right? Yeah. Before you just met someone, one woman, that was it. But now it's like uh, you've seen a thousand women. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't like, it brings your standards so high for nothing. Plus that, yes. See, that kind of, kind of like going back, sorry, I know we're kind of in our closing thoughts here, but <laughs> just to kind of circle back, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, you know how like we were saying like uh, like a, a drug user always has to up his dose right mm. and it's never enough it's kind of what you just mentioned right you see all these women uh and it's on never these enough website, and then in reality when you see a woman like walking down the street nah, nah, she's ugly you know it does, yeah because it doesn't meet your standards anymore True, because yeah, most normal looking women don't don't look, look like that. And enhanced. same thing for girls that watch porn and they see these, you know, these guys jacked that look whatever dudes. jacked up, jacked or up, or have dudes. you know, 
really enlarged appendages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then they see it in real life. They're like, oh, well, you know. I thought it'd be bigger. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it ruins the expectations. And, uh, yeah. So basically, just try to have healthy levels of everything and uh, don't engage in things that extremize. <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know if that's a word. Not really, but um, I, I just made that word up. But um, uh, things that make, uh, I guess, that pornify. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> that dopaminify. <laughs> that dopaminify, yeah. That just makes it the extreme version of the natural yeah. thing of it. True, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But yeah. Anyways. All uh, right. Anything else to add? I guess that kind of wraps it up. That wraps it up for me. On that note, uh, yeah. play us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a cool topic. Uh, yeah, it was. It was really good. Fun to talk. Um anyway, so thank you guys for watching or listening to us. Uh we try to release an episode, uh, you know, every so often now. Um, you know, sometimes it could be weekly, sometimes bi-weekly. Uh, depends, I guess, our curiosity level. <laughs> yeah. At the moment. We try. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, you can uh, watch us on YouTube. If you are, leave a comment, subscribe if you like, uh, leave a like as well. We're also on all the big streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. <laughs> and you're gonna say that so <laughs> so we we just told everyone to stick off social media and now we're telling them to go back on social media <laughs> yes because for curiousaholic that's the you best know, thing <laughs> it's an exception guys yeah you can put us on the white list you know it's yeah fine. exactly um no of course even curiousaholic you can do it in moderation um but anyways yes so uh yeah you can listen to us on any of those platforms and uh yeah i guess we'll catch you guys next time all right catch you on the next one thanks guys all right play Bye. us out